so professional. Welcome to GNT, your one-stop shop for gaming news and whatever else we want to talk about. I'm Nick. And I'm Brandon. And as always, we're here with Mike off to the side. Hello! <laughs> Today's our Halloween special. We'll be talking about some uh, Halloween, a couple of Halloween topics, and then what? Two! Ah, ah, ah. And then we have some uh, tasty treats for the end of the, the show, which I'm sure we'll enjoy. Uh, first, we're going to start off. The first thing is uh, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp is coming to mobile devices this November. It was pushed back from March when they, I think they re-released Super Mario Run and then they did uh, Fire Emblem Heroes around that time as well. Um, so if you're into Animal Crossing, you want to check that out. She sounds dirty. Pocket Camp? Pocket Camp. Well, now that you mentioned it, now it does. Yeah. <laughs> now Maybe it might. I don't know. I, I saw the Animal Crossing mobile game and I didn't think anything of it. Now that I know the name's Pocket Camp, Maybe I'm just a perv. I don't know. That's kind of weird. What do you think, Mike? Pocket not camp. That. I'll just say like not pocket camp. I don't know. I'm not going anywhere near that. <laughs> All right. I think I think he agrees. I think it's a, that's a, he concurs. All right. I never played any of the Animal Crossing games, so I don't really know what they're about. But it's like um, Sims, only you're an animal. Oh. Basically, and you live with other animals, essentially. Mm. I think okay. I. I think I played one for the GameCube. I don't remember, did I? I don't know. Then uh, we have uh, the NCAA is going to meet to consider supporting varsity esports. Uh, some in the esports community, I guess, are against it for some reason. Um, the NACE, which is the Na National Association of uh, Collegiate Esports, is that how you say that word? Yeah. Collegiate yeah. Uh, esports has been growing in size and scope. Uh, they kind of take care of it now, but I think it's a good move. I mean, they're already... I mean, they've been doing these sports for so long now. They have, you know, the structure for it. They have the avenues uh, to help it grow. So if they want to support it, I'd say go for it. Not, um, I don't think that it has a place with the NCAA. I don't, I don't see it going through. Mm -hmm. Um my thought process is is they have to be able to bring a game that's not violent, I guess. Yeah. If they're going to play it at a college level. I mean, there's a lot of um, gray area there. And so, okay, we don't do like a first-person shooter. Then you do like basketball or, or, you know, baseball or football. And you have those games already in real life, mm -hmm. so I don't think you're going to generate the eSport in the college level from that. Right. Yeah, if they're just going to do the, like the, the normal sports, uh, video game sports, I agree. But um, I don't know. I, don't, I, mean, I guess we'll see how they, how they feel about it. But, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I see schools supporting like a Call of Duty or... Uh, I just think for the violence aspect of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, not to say that, you know, football, hockey don't have a level of violence yeah. to them. Not, no, I guess that's a poor comparison because we're, we're t definitely talking about a different level of violence there. But mm. I guess my thing is, is they don't, pro as a college, they probably can't promote that level of violence that's in 
video games. I guess tackling a person is a little different than shooting a person. Eh, a little. Shoot them! No, you're not going to have that at a college level, I don't think. I just think with all the with the school shootings, and I just don't think it's tasteful either. I think there's a place for that kind of stuff, and I think it's outside of there. I think that yeah. what they've got established already with esports and it becoming more mainstream is good, but I think it needs to stay out of that level. And I and we kind of talked about this um, last week or the week before at, at about an Olympic level. And the yeah. more I think about it, I think it needs to stay out of that too. I think the way it's going to thrive is without controversy. It needs to be independent, not – would it be cool to be – an Olympic sport, sure, mm. but there was a lot of different sports that thought that would be cool, and look what we ended up with: icing. That's true, and that's <laughs> yeah. Where did that get us? Nowhere. But uh, I guess my point is, um, I think it needs to just distance itself from other like colleges and mm-hmm. and try to just be its own thing. I don't think it needs to piggyback on anything. I think it can. I think Blizzard has faith in it, and I think them building their arena and stuff, I think that's going in the right direction, keeping it separate from the other things, and, and I'll be anxious to see how where they take it. I think they're right. going in the right direction. I think TBS has their E-League stuff in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think we need to steer clear of the colleges and schools and olympics and all that stuff i just don't think that's the place for it yeah i mean i see what you're saying i mean yeah if they do build it up on their own then like you said they're not relying on on schools or the ncaa i mean they're on their own if they can get it strong enough on their own then then uh, and they can work out the kinks they don't have to worry about the restrictions from this group or that group or anything they can they can fine-tune it themselves and, Mm. and and tweak what needs to be tweaked and you know not conform to what they want just to get it to work there. You know what I right. mean? That's I just see they're just jumping through so many hoops that that it just won't be what it needs to be. Mm. I guess is what I'm saying. Uh, next, Cloud Nine is recently, uh, uh, I guess they said that they raised twenty five million dollars for investors. One investor being the WWE uh, CFO George Barrios said. At WWE, we are constantly looking to innovate through our venture portfolio, and esports is particularly exciting to us. Uh, the Cloud9 owner said they will use the money to expand across leagues and outfit training facilities and housing. Um, main reason I put this on there was I didn't realize that there was. I mean, I know it's been getting better, and we've talked about you know big uh, prizes, you know money prizes uh, for winning these things, but I didn't realize there was that much money. In, in esports, and I, that's a I lot think of money. E, I, I mean that's a lot of money to me and you, but I think across the board, I mean you look at some of these games like uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. I, I mean it broke the billion dollar mark I mean, yeah. shortly after it's released, and that's not including all the money it's made since then and additional sales and microtransactions and stuff. So I mean, mm. th- so if you take twenty five million out of a billion, you're not talking that much, and right. and, and we're talking twenty five billion. Uh, spread across a number of different investors and whatnot. So, mm. you know, I think in the whole grand scheme of things, I think there is a huge, um, uh, I think there's a huge room to make, you know, the, to have a lot of prize money and to make it, you know, because it's not, 
you know, there's not a ch- the insurance liabilities as far as safety equipment and and regulations yeah. and building, you know, the arenas to a certain spec other than building codes for, you know, capacity and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I think that, <clears throat> that you know, that, that it's advantageous in that aspect that more monies can go to the players. So, right. Uh, EA recently closed the studio Visceral Games. Uh, creators of Dead Space and who has been working on a new Star Wars adventure game. Uh, they did say that the game will continue to be made through EA Toronto. Uh, it was originally supposed to be released in 2019, maybe pushed back because of this. Um, we haven't heard much about this game other than it's a Star Wars game, um, but I'm glad that, that it's going to live on through the, the closing of the studio. Well, it never bodes well for games, and the fact no. that it doesn't have a release date of 2019 and it's going to be put possibly push back further that just doesn't bode well for it i mean here's the thing the only star wars game you have right now is that's coming up is battlefront 2 mm-hmm. which if you weren't a fan of the first one it's going to be a hard sell to get you to buy the second one and if you didn't play the first one you're not much more to the table that's going to entice you if you didn't weren't enticed <laughs> the first time to play the first battlefront you're probably not going to be tempted to do it this time around Mm. Um, so they really, you know, they need to go back to the days of whenever they had the different Star Wars games where it didn't follow everything, you know, of the major movies and stuff. It need they need to make a, you know, like a spinoff, like a Boba Fett game where he just goes out and bounty hunts. Mm. I mean, that's limitless, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's plenty of, uh material outside the movies and it was so much fun i think i mean there's just so much room to you could have an asset action shooter you could put Mm -hmm. some role-playing mechanics in there i mean and it it would be its own thing it wouldn't be you know what i mean it wouldn't be like a first person shooter that's like every other first person shooter or a first person shooter that's trying to harken back to the days that it was good you know Mm. um i don't know i think that they they disney right now is missing out on a lot of opportunities Uh, i think there was a star wars 1919 game that was coming out that was supposed to be Uh, i don't know if it was based on bounty hunters or not or if it was on the rebellion but wasn't that like like a bounty bounty hunter hunter game also i think there was one for the the ps2 no this one was this one was right after disney bought star wars this game got Uh. canceled and I think that was a huge mistake um, on Disney's part. I think the game would have done very well for them. Um, and I believe it was pretty decent into the production. I think that they had a lot of material there. And, and, and I mean, I thought that they were pretty close to, you know, a release. But it, right. it's just, I don't know. Like I said, the, the, Battlefront, the Battlefront game didn't do it for me. Um, definitely not going to bother getting... The new one that's coming out, um, with like I said, with the season that so many good titles are coming out, you really got to be firing on all cylinders. And after you faltered on the first one, it, it, it's not enough for me to come back and, and try to give it a second chance. Mm. It's enough for me, but uh, but I agree that they seem to be uh, going outside the the main stars movies movie wise. I mean, they've been making the Han Solo one coming out soon. It'd be cool to see them do that with the games too, uh, do some do some side things with that. Well, I think that 
I mean, it's still Han Solo, which is good. I mean, yeah. I like the idea of a Han Solo spinoff. But I think they can they can expand the uh, universe even more. Do something completely original. Yeah, we got uh, Jan the Northman says hello. Hello, Jan. Hello. So. Yep. Uh, so next we have, there was a trailer released recently announcing that Freddy Krueger will be joining the Dead by Daylight game. Uh, I never played the game, but I thought it looked fun. Uh, I've watched it a little bit on Twitch. Um and I might check it out when they release Freddy Krueger, but uh, so if you have that game or into uh, Friday, uh, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, I can check that out. Yeah, no thank you. I chip my pants. <laughs> so I have uh, to buy like a 12-pack and that game at the same time. And yeah. it's just, who wants to clean out that mess? No. Well, no yeah. one. So. Uh, oh, Jim Northman said, well, Han Solo is God. <laughs> yeah, Han Solo is one of my favorite Star Wars characters, but he's dead. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm not saying that the movie's a bad thing. I'm just saying that in the aspect of Star Wars, there's so much other Star Wars content that they could explore mm-hmm. and refresh in the series. I mean, you can't venture too far out of the norm with Han Solo because right. his past, uh, I mean, up until episode four you, you don't know a lot but from episode four to what they have that's already established so you can't get too crazy with the story mm-hmm. um and i guess i mean he could have some good tales they could find out how he introduced or how he met chewy and stuff or how he got the falcon yeah and i mean those would be good stories but they have to they really have to hit a mark of quality being that it is han solo that it makes me nervous because Episode, what was it, seven sucked ass because of the third Death Star. So I don't have high hopes. But Rogue One was good. I really liked Rogue One. So, I don't know. I guess we'll see. I mean. Yeah. Maybe they're just testing the waters. I can see them, why they don't want to do something completely original right off the bat. So hopefully these movies do well. Maybe we can see more. Um, Strangely enough, the one thing I'm most excited about this movie is to see more Lando Calrissian, which, I mean, he's never a, a huge character, but for some reason I always liked him in, in the movie. He was pretty, I mean, he played I mean, he had, he had a big part, two, but you don't see Five it. and six. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't He didn't have a huge amount of screen time. I mean, that's why I like him, because you don't know much about him, but, but yeah. Um, you say that too much. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, speaking of Freddy Krueger, which we were before, uh, I was just curious: Are there any Halloween movies that that you always like to watch around this time of the year? Either of you, anything that sticks no, out? No, there's nothing I like. No, there's not really one that comes to mind for me. Um, although I did just recently watch the first two Friday the Thirteenth movies, uh, the original ones, and I was expecting like cheesy '80s horror type, but it was actually a really good movie i really enjoyed it not that scary um i mean it was back then but compared to now but it was a really good movie um none for you no i mean i'm not a real big horror movie fan i mean Mm. i've watched bits and pieces of the freddies and the jasons and yeah and i and i think the reason those move that i'm not a big fan of that movie type is because it always just seems like the people that are 
getting killed and stuff are complete dumbasses. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a lot of things. And not so much with... Whenever you're talking about Freddy and Jason, those are full-grown people. Fighting them's a little more different. My biggest mm. thing was, was Chucky. And uh, I never saw it. Oh, that... that Back when I was younger, it scared the shit out of me. Mm. Um, still not a big fan of him. But my problem with Chucky is it's a doll. It's right. three feet high. If you lay a boot into him, <laughs> he's going flying. Okay, he has a knife. All right. Like I said, he's three feet tall. Smother him with a pillow, take the knife out of his hand, and rip him to shreds. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, I just... The whole concept of him going in and killing all these people and stuff. And I guess there were other aspects of it that he sabotaged stuff and mm -hmm. caused their deaths by... You know that, but I don't know. Right? No, I don't have any particular favorite Halloween <laughs> movies. All right. Uh, next, Steam digital gift cards are now available. Um, before you could only buy physical cards to be sent or specific games. Uh, so if you're not sure what to get someone, their gamer, it's a safe bet. I mean, there are tons of games on Steam. Uh, Deathstroke is getting a standalone movie. Uh, he's being introduced in the next Batman movie, but he's getting his own movie after that. And uh, Gareth Evans is in talks to, to direct, and he directed the Raid movies, which I think I saw the first one. Was it the Raid Redemption? Is that the first one? Uh, I don't know. But I saw that one, and I loved that movie. Um, that's really always done, though, uh, for me that I've seen. But, I mean, it was a really good action movie, so sure, I, I mean, I'm fine with that. Yeah, Deathstroke's a really... Neat looking character. Mm. Um, I don't know much about him. I haven't I seen either. him in the comics or anything. Um, so it'll be interesting how he how the Batman movie does that he's in, mm. um, and then from there, I guess that'll be the tale if his solo movie will do good or bad right. or what direction they need to take it in order, you know. For it to be successful, mm -hmm. so yeah. All I know about him is I played uh, Arkham Origins, which he was in, and he's uh, a really good martial artist, um, as good as if not better than Batman himself. So I, I was always interested in that in that aspect. But other than that, I don't really know much about him. Uh, the Walking Dead premiere was this past Sunday, uh, the 100th episode. It starts season eight. Called Mercy. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I read the, <clears throat> the other day that it did worse. It was the worst viewer count since the premiere of season three. Uh, yeah. Hmm. And it, it. Which still, that's not bad for TV. That's bad for The Walking Dead, but I don't know what the number was. What was it like? For <laughs> season three? Yeah. It was probably like 10 million or something. Yeah. But my problem is, is. <clears throat> They've, they've done such an arc. Spoiler alert, by the way, if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Well, not really. I, I'm not going to give too much away with my with this little snippet that I'm going to say. I don't I know what say. you're going to say. But, yeah. um, what I was going to say is that they've gone through such an arc where, <clears throat> at the beginning, all the moves were cold and calculated and, and bared heavy weight. And... And they and they peaked and it and it was really like everything's a matter of life and death and we need to do this and we need to do that and you know and everything made sense in that universe it made sense like you had to think this way if you if if this is presented to you you have these options I mean it was kind of like that but it's gone back down to where they're 
their motives or their things did not make sense. Um, there was some opportunities there for them that would have been just, I mean, without giving anything up, they had opportunities that they didn't capitalize on. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if, 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 like I said, if you go from a world where everything's cold and calculated and everything, you would have had this in place as a contingent if he did what he did and it had been done. Mm-hmm. And so I, it's frustrating seeing where they've gone. And, and after I was, what was hugely disappointed with season seven, um, the premiere of season eight didn't do anything to rekindle my fire for, for the walking dead. Um, and I think it's, it, it's just sad because like I watched, um, Game of Thrones in the time that I quit watching The Walking Dead, you know, in between the seasons. Mm. And I know that's a premium on a premium show that, you know, that you got to have HBO or HBO Go to watch. But it's so well written and it functions on so many levels and it's, and it's pretty darn consistent across the board that you're hard to find fault with with what goes on and it's frustrating from going from you know that back to the walking dead where they've gone you know all crazy i don't know it's just uh it's just frustrating because i really like the show we really got into it you know we always had these gatherings for the premieres and stuff and they've just lost that luster that they used to have and i don't know what it is i don't know if it's the I, I, I just don't know. I'm at a loss. And it's frustrating because the sh- we've seen what this show can do. We've seen mm-hmm. it at its best. And I think the problem is is now we're seeing this, and it's maybe not necessarily be bad, but it's not up to par to some of the other right. content that they brought us in the past. And you can't go from, you know, do it delivering some huge episodes like they did to – Dis- uh, dis- whole disappointing season and then this like I said this the opening season premiere of this was just not good I don't know yeah okay I'm gonna spoil some stuff um, overall I enjoyed the episode I think it was a little lackluster since they were pushing though episode 100 is gonna be huge I think it would have been just a regular season premiere um, I would have been happy with it but there was one big thing which you were talking about that, unfortunately, was a big thing for me, was that they had Negan in their sights, and for some reason it wasn't explained if they had a reason or if they just, or what it was, they, they didn't kill him. And if you watch the episode, they took out two of the guards with some... But I don't know. Looking back at that, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, no, but, no, I, but as a thought, they didn't really, they showed that that was on a rooftop. So, okay, they took the shots. They didn't really show if that was right in front where Negan came out or not. Mm, but that's true. this goes back to what I said. <laughs> if you were potentially going to draw him out, mm-hmm. you would have a sniper in place. You would have somebody because whenever – and this is even uh, – this is just – this just blew my mind because they had Rosita and Sasha, okay? They were going to snipe him. Yeah. So Rosita, who is back at Alexandria, 
could have said, hey, listen, you're going to go and ambush that. If you want a good sniper spot, post up in this building. Mm -hmm. Why that didn't happen is beyond, is so frustrating. And I guess, okay, you got to continue the plot out, I guess. But that's just so stupid in a show where you've made it so much about these are the decisions they have mm. to make, and it's cold and it's calculated. And if you want to live, this is what you got to do. That'd have been it, right? Well, yeah, you have to continue the plot, but then don't put him in that position. Have him, have him like talking out the door. Have someone send, have him send someone else out or something. Yeah, so I, he's I just, not right in your sights, you know, ready, ready to kill. But um, that was a big thing. But overall, I did enjoy the episode. Uh, I was confused as to why they shot out the windows because whenever they did that, um, but I did a little reading. Some people were talking about online, and they talked about the uh, broken windows theory, which is a theory that uh, that if you they did this in New York, I think in the '90s, Giuliani, that if you keep the windows intact, you keep a society intact, and uh, Giuliani really uh, tried to stop small crimes like vandalism. And then the theory is that in turn brings down the rest of the crime, which is a summary of just the theory. Oh, that's a stretch at best. <laughs> well, and they, they talked about in the show, uh, whenever Rick got to Alexandria, he talked about it with, uh, remember that girl got her Alice statue broken. And he was like, no, I'm going to finally do this. And she's like, no, it's really not that big of a deal. And he said, well, he talked about the theory. He said, if you keep the windows intact, you keep the society intact. So that... It kind of added a little bit to that. Um, you know what it made more sense? A bullet in Negan's skull. Oh, yes, I agree. You can't. You but, can't. And, and maybe the only other thing I thought was maybe they, they're bringing in zombies. Maybe they want to break the windows to try to let some sound out and some, to force them to be quiet inside. I don't know. But I, point number two. Ammo isn't easy to come by. Yeah. They don't have Eugene to make the ammo like he was going to show them. So mm. let's waste... Hundreds of bullets shooting at glass when we could have hundreds of bullets to shoot into the enemies that we know we have. I don't, it I'm, just. Yeah, I'm fine with having, they could have had like a few people shoot the windows, but yeah, why everyone turned and shot out the windows, I, I don't know. And then, and then Rick, you know, shooting, you know, why, okay, now you want to kill him. You had a shot yeah. on him, you could have killed him. Now you want to kill him, and you're wasting ammo. And then the preacher. <laughs> who is cold and calculated? Well, why would you try to say? I I know that's that's not that's your thing is to try to save people and stuff, but mm. like, let him die. Like just yeah. you. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if he thought. thought. I, agree I agree with what you both said. said. I, I don't know why. Yeah, yeah they'd have Negan come, come outside and stand right there, right, right in range. Not he, that he, far they away. They could have easily shot him. Mm. So, so I, I, I agree with what you said, Nick. If they would have had him. Talk from inside, then they might not have wanted to. Or, or like you said, or if if they had a a good reason to keep him alive. But like you said, then later Rick went and tried to kill him. So it's like, well, obviously they're not trying to keep him alive. But I I just think that I I mean, like I said, you can't like in episodes where it was all about all we only have this much ammo, or we don't we have this much food, or we have we got to conserve, we got to okay, we got we got guns, we don't have much ammo, you know, Mm. and all these things, and then. Let's just go on a shooting spree. If you're going to lead zombies in there, lead zombies in there. Okay, you blew up the RV, mm-hmm. and you blew it up, so you're going all in. Mm-hmm. If you're going to waste resources like that, you're going to go all in. You're, you're putting key members of, of your team at risk. You're going for broke there. 
my my thing about the whole you know trying to break him down internally and have him have it fall apart that only carries so much merit if you can eliminate the threat mm-hmm. and i get what Dwayne or dwight said about um they're all negan and you got to break them all but i i think if if Honestly, if you killed Negan, if you came in there and you killed Negan, the mm-hmm. Negan, and and killed him, dead to rights, ball, you know, just balls out, mm-hmm. here you are, you're dead. I don't think they'd follow. No, or even better, in this with, they could have easily done this, kill Negan and Simon. Because Simon could probably take charge and keep well, the fight going. Kill all of them. Well, like, yeah, kill... You could have had snipers. You could have had mm. multiple snipers up in that vantage point mm. that Sasha and... Uh, uh, Sasha and... Rosita. Rosita were at. And you could have you could have easily had three snipers up there taking out, mm-hmm. you know, Negan and two other people, you know. Then I, then I agree. And then they... And then I... I think there would have at least been some fighting in that camp. Maybe some people leave, and, and yeah, and they're really weakened. But but yeah, that was that was a big that was a big thing. Um, they, and they didn't even emphasize that size of that walker. There wasn't the, like yeah, it was a big horde, but they really didn't do a good job. Not like in some of those episodes. Like was it the beginning of um, season seven that they had to six six was the one that they. Yeah. They led all the walkers away from Alexandria. Mm. Yeah, that was that was epic. Yeah, you know that was huge. That was a huge pack, and they yeah. made it epic. Yeah, it was way more epic than they portrayed that big zombie pack in this one. The one shot I liked was when it showed them trapped in the RV and it pulled up. That you could see a decent amount, but yeah, it, I, it didn't seem like as many oh, as that. Whenever they were zooming out yeah. at the very end. Yeah. yeah, well, that's too little, too late. I mean, The Walking Dead. Is about the title, The Walking Dead. We've lost track of the whole zombie apocalypse thing, and, and this whole thing that they've really become the backstory to this this conflict between two groups, and and the the whole conflict in itself is nonsense. And mm. um, well, I mean, we could get into that if we wanted to. But my thing is, is is if Rick's group didn't provoke Negan's people now. I know we talked about this the other night. We went mm. back and forth on it. But body count for body count, Rick's group has more blood on their hands than Negan's group. And you can say, but yeah, they killed Glenn and Abraham. Well, what if they had to Glenn and Abraham in their group yeah. and they were killed? Mm. You know, it's more likely that that was the case because they killed more people. Mm. So, I mean, you know, I don't think... Now I don't think Negan is the a good guy, but I don't think that he's the baddest guy they've right. faced. I mean, I think to be honest that that the governor, while well, the cannibal people, they were they, yeah, they, they were, were all set in that way. Yeah. But there was their their leader wasn't any worse than any of the other people. You know, mm. I think the governor was the worst enemy we've seen. Yeah, I mean, he killed a bunch of people for no reason. Right. Well, those National Guard people. Yeah. Oh yeah, them too. Yeah, yeah. but it, like you, you got that established early on mm. that he was, he wasn't the person that they thought he was. Yeah, deep down there was something wrong about and, him. And and they really made him evil the whole way through. And 
And I think the problem with Negan, the way that they introduced him, at least for me, was is it's like, here's Negan. He's going to bash the head in at two people, but you've killed the biker group, and you went into that outpost and killed how many people there? Mm. So he kills two of yours, or three by the time they kill... I mean, they killed... Uh, uh. Did they kill the talker before they ran to him? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so they killed her, and then they killed Olivia after the thing. Mm. But all in all, I mean, okay, they killed four or five of your people, Spencer. So they killed five, and you've killed more than five, because the biker group alone was six. Mm. So you've already killed more than, you know, than what they've killed of yours. I don't know. But, I mean, it's just... I think you look at it different ways. Like the biker group, when they first pull up, that's the first contact. Yeah, they did initiate. And they were trying to take everything that they had in the truck mm. automatically, and they were going to kill somebody, they said. Yeah. It was a it was a confrontation, but the – and I'm not – like I said, I, I you're right. It could be from both sides, but Daryl, Abraham, and Sasha – were very confrontational, as in, this is our stuff, you know, you're not taking it. And at first, they were like, we we usually kill somebody, but we aren't going to do that. So they're kind of just trying to make them fear. But here's the thing, whenever Rick and them were meeting new people, what'd they do? Interrogated them. How many Mm -hmm. people have you killed? You know, what'd they do to deserve it? You didn't know how, what their intentions were whenever they were interrogating you. I mean, we see it from one side mm-hmm. and they try to portray it as that's the right side i'm i'm simply just saying that if you look at it as a whole you know i think that negan has an argument for doing what he's done to rick's group not necessarily the um way he treats his own people like the iron to the face and stuff but mm-hmm. more so how he's handled the situation so far and Keep in mind, if you know um, Carl goes into uh, or goes into Negan's compound, shoots people, Negan has an opportunity just to kill him. Mm-hmm. Does he? No. So he's not. They they aren't portraying him as a super bad guy. I mean, the governor governor would have killed him. Like Andrea, once he found Andrea flipped, yeah. what'd he do? He tied her up. Yeah. That was it. Game over. And he shot his friend. Mm-hmm. You know, left 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 his friend to eat Andrea. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's definitely not black and white, which I think is by design. But I don't know. Would it be better if he was just a, a bad guy? Well, I'm just. More simple, I mean, I I'm know. I'm throwing that argument out there, just for, just just for sakes. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're looking at it from a show standpoint, like I said, then you go back to the whole realistic thing. Okay, if Rick and them. This is do-or-die world and stuff. The mistakes they've made in the storyline, like not killing him whenever they've had opportunities, and they've had opportunities. I mean, why wouldn't you set up an ambush whenever he first comes in there, after he's killed your people? Why wouldn't you have a sniper in the tower then? Why wouldn't you take him out if he shows up? I mean, you would. You, You would nip that right in the butt. Well, Rick was beat down by that point. I think, wow, that's no excuse. You you can't tell me someone else doesn't say, "Hey, Rick, maybe we should kill this guy if he comes here." No one, no one has the brazen to stand up and say that. I think, I think Rosita was probably saying that. 
And she tried. She tried. Uh, Far be it from no one else to support her, but that's my thing. Mm -hmm. And if this is the way society is in the apocalypse, you can't handle it one way all the way up and then all of a sudden, no, it's time to change, you know, and, and... well, let's just go and waste some bullets and <laughs> blow up some cars and you know because cars can't be readily available so you blow up your rv you know oh, i was fine with that you can find another i mean RV. i just think they're just they're just downplaying everything that was so important early on like vehicles and fuel and food mm. and bullets and everything else was such a commodity and now it's being so downplayed now going into this eighth season it just doesn't make sense it's like it's no longer the apocalypse it's like oh let's we got some zombies we're gonna use them against these guys and we're gonna spray some bullets and maybe we'll get them maybe we won't i mean that's just Mm. kind of how it seems like they went in there i don't know yeah um but the rest of the episode i i like the the future vision um people talking about whether if that's gonna happen or if it's just a vision uh, I mean, I'd like I'd like to see that future of everyone growing up and happy. I don't think it will happen exactly that way, but uh, I like that vision part of the episode. Um, and the one complaint I saw is that there was a lot to the episode, which I agree with. Um, the first time I watched it, I was kind of confused at some parts. Like, there were a lot of shots of Rick, like the red eye, he's crying somewhere or something. Where is that happening? And um, I think there was a lot of filler. That's that's another bitch I have. It's I don't. It wasn't. Why not have the hour episode? You cut out that future part because oh, that's. No, I'll take that future part. Yeah, the future part is. I'll, I'll take what any is it? extra. It has no meaning. If they may, if they they didn't portray it clear enough, if that's mm-hmm. the future that Rick's dreaming of or fighting for, all right. If if mm-hmm. if you know he if he's given his speech and they kind of flash in sequences of that future that he sees then that makes sense. But the way that they did it, and it was all here, there, everywhere. It was all over the place. Yeah, yeah. It, it wasn't coherent, and it wasn't clear what they were trying to portray, whether that was the future that's going to happen, the future he wanted, the future Michonne wanted, the future Carl wanted, the future, um, what's the baby's Judith. name? Judith. Judith wanted. Yeah. We don't know that because they didn't do a good job of conveying that. My problem is, is there was too much shit in there to be a coherent episode. Yeah, and that's a that's a valid thing. The one review I watched and I liked how he said was that for a for a for casual viewers it was it was too much. But I liked it. I like going through and watching again, seeing okay, this is probably happening at this point and uh, you shouldn't and, ha- as a viewer you shouldn't have to go back and watch an episode to, for but see I, li- I to like pat, I like to that. patch it together. You never had to do that on in Game of Thrones. Well, I never the writing on <laughs> what's that? No, but I—that's a plus for me. That's not negative. I, I love that that there's so much in there but that I can not, go back and look at specific scenes and figure but out what's going on. It's still your interpretation of it. You—you're right. still saying that this is how you envision it. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, is they should be telling you this is what you, this is what's going on, or this is what we're trying to say. They shouldn't leave it up to your interpretation. And I—I I would rather have it left up to me than them saying this is what's happening. This is what. This is what's happening. This is what everyone thinks. Well, then they I should just end like, the show now. And then you can figure out what, what goes on oh, at the come end. On. That's, that's a big point of, of, of this art is leaving it. I guess it's, you don't have to do it that way, but that's one people way do it. And some, 
but that's and not I, how they've been doing the show up until this point. What I'm saying is, is that, and I, but I think it's an improvement. Oh, see, I think that's just a personal. Uh, it is a personal thing. preference, but I'm saying as a whole, you watched that first episode and did it make sense? Were you able to? Generally, I mean, there were some things I was like, like I'm, the vision I'm, of the future. Were you able to tell if that was whose vision of the future that was? I assumed it was Rick's, but I don't know. Or if sure. it was a real vision of the future, if it was flash forward, or mm-hmm. was just a daydream. Or, I don't know. You know. I, and then I don't know that for sure, but that doesn't take it away from me. But that doesn't add anything to the show either. If they it does don't, to me. if they don't properly portray it, it doesn't. It it just makes it murky. It added something to me. I mean, it added. I mean, I'm, I'm excited this to see if that's real, if that's what's going to happen, or if it was just a, a daydream. But you don't know, and they probably will never make it concrete. They'll probably never ever elaborate on that future. They might. I, I will wait. I bet I'll, they will. I will wager money. I bet. I, we'll, bet, I bet we'll see an old man Rick future at some point. I don't know. I don't think. We'll find out. Yep, that's all we can do. Um, all right, of our last part. We have uh, a gummy worm taste test. I attempted to make some gummy candy with some uh, uh, some different flavors that you probably oh, different won't, flavors that you probably won't find at the store. Oh um, man! Here, I'll give you one, Mike. Too, you can try. I don't know. I'm kind of scared. Oh, different. Fl- you had me up until different flavors. <laughs> oh yeah, different flavors. Take the cheat sheet out. Take the cheat sheet out. Do you, a- want, do you want to guess what they are? Or I want- guess. I'll okay. guess. Okay. Um, all right. Here, do you want to pick one at the top there, Mike? Oh, no, no, no. That first scared. flavor. It starts out off, off relatively normal. <laughs> I know. I can smell it from Should here. From this side? Yeah. It starts off relatively normal and gets more. Oh, I uh, can tell by the discoloration. That one looks like fecal matter. Anyways. <laughs> so. All right, this It's not big. Oh, that's awful. It's awful. Yeah, it's, it's not, not that my favorite sweetness. <laughs> oh, my God. Sweetness at all. Don't quit so your day bad. job. Oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, I think I'm done. Oh, you can't throw it away. You got Nick, you got to power through. I can, get, I I can see my... this. Oh, damn it. Uh, the sure more I think about it, the worse it gets. I know. <laughs> we might need a garbage can now. I've got a container to put mine yeah, I in. I think I ran out of drink. I gotta, I gotta hey, you mind grabbing me a Mountain Dew, Mike? Yeah. Good Lord. Oh. <coughs> that was awful. That's what I named that, alright. Oh, frick. Oh, that's... Ugh. Any, any ideas to what that was? <laughs> I second the fix. Thank you. Mm. Oh. oh man, it's such an aftertaste, dude. It's, <laughs> it's got like the vapor action. Vapor action. That'll clear your sinuses. <laughs> menthol. <laughs> menthol. You put menthol in that. Holy man, cigarette. That was that was spearmint. How much? <laughs> Too much. <laughs> Apparently. Good lord. I I was I this wasn't the exact thing. I just kind of guessed as to how much flavoring to put in. But <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Now I don't even, now like, I'm really nervous. Yeah, I was expecting that to be the good one. Yeah, if it's going to go downhill from here, we're in for a hell of a ride. We're not going to convince Mike into doing it anymore. I have to remember which one was next. Oh, okay. 
Are you going to Andy's house for treats? You have a lot of next one down. This one? Yeah. At least Mike's being playful. This one, yeah. This one, I, I have no idea how much the flavor will come out in this one. Yeah. Rubber band? <laughs> not much flavor. Yeah, at least this is just nothing. Yeah. Like I said, I kind of guessed that's how to make these, but... Mm. I know what it is, and I'm trying to taste it. I don't really taste anything. Rubber band. Rubber band. <laughs> Anything on that one? It tastes like Mountain Dew. It, it's Mountain Dew. It is Mountain Dew. Yeah. Oh, the other reason I said that is because <laughs> I drank Mountain Dew right after no. it. You're right. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. Oh, no. All right. Next one down. Jeez. Looks like cheese. Oh, man. I don't trust the next one down. Mm. Again, not, not a ton of flavor in that one. <laughs> That's the luck! <laughs> we, we need Mike's face on camera on that one. No. Hmm. Yeah. Another bland one. Anything? Uh, no, <sighs> no, I'm just fine. Small <laughs> that shit. <laughs> that was cheese. Well, he called it. Yeah, he it called looks it. like cheese. It That's looks like calling. cheese. Alright, next is... Oh, see, gummy cheese has no root or... Next is the orange one. Yeah, he's supposed to try gummy cheese out. Gummy cheese. I'm going to take that real thick one. Yeah, I have a feeling we'll leave that one. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well. Maybe I'll taste it a little bit, but I know what it is, so... Well, I'm figuring out that. I don't have a clue what that is. No. I can't really taste anything. That one was ketchup. Oh, man. I think I'm I grossed out by the... And I, I put a decent amount of ketchup in it, so you must have to put a lot of uh, a lot of stuff oh, in it. Oh, man. Okay. This next one I should be... It's this one. It's the turd-looking one. Yeah, I yeah, think this one would be uh, uh, taste tasteable. This one? Yeah. Well, I don't want to... <laughs> We don't want to do any of them. No. What the hell are you talking about? All right. Oh, oh. <laughs> I can't even get. Oh man, you're an asshole. <laughs> yeah, that's about close as I've been to puking for a long time. Any idea on a, I'm a gonna flavor? I'm gonna say Slim Jim. No. Mm. Ugh. It was gross. <laughs> They're all gross! What the hell? You might have had this today to eat already. I didn't eat shit. <laughs> oh, you yeah, didn't? Oh, okay, tell. never mind. <laughs> Mike's coming back for seconds. Yeah, can't tell what it is. He says, this is the closest <laughs> I am to puking. I may have had it today. I'm not going to give it a second Yeah, it's still close It's better on the puke. second time. No, it's... Uh, it was soy sauce. Oh. Huh. Well, last one. I hope we don't taste this one. <laughs> last oh, one. Lordy. Which one is it? This? The one at the very bottom. This? Yeah. 
This real tiny piece. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a chunk in there. Oh! <laughs> oh, my father. Pretty bland. No, it has the smell. Ooh, ooh, yeah, you can smell it. Oh, I got to do that. I got to smell. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Oh, I can't oh, smell. the taste is or the smell is so strong. <coughs> but you can't taste it. That's weird. You know what that is? No. Do you know what it is? I don't want to know what it is. Oh. There, I want you to eat it. I ate my whole thing though. That was tuna. <laughs> You can actually see a chunk in this one. Oh! <laughs> oh! Damn it, dude! Tuna? Tuna. God, you Couldn't never. This it. cooking shit has to end. Well, that one was kind of. We scary. learned our le I thought we learned our lesson after the the Mountain Dew Slim Jim Pizza combo. Yeah, if you haven't seen that, check that out on our channel. Um, oh man! I told. I, know, I, I think overall, the lawnmower to me didn't bland. have a lot of the taste. smell, except for the. The mint, the mint was actually flavoring. Uh, the rest were just like the product, like ketchup that I put in. So the the flavoring one you could it was definitely strong, but oh damn it, the rest dude. were pretty bland. Hmm. Um, but nice. yeah, I told you earlier I did order another uh, Japanese candy making kit to do. But and you can eat that by yourself. <laughs> it didn't arrive in time. Or or we can have a special guest. Bill on yeah. as he ate yeah. the, the last Japanese candy I bought, thinking that he would find it as putrid as I did, and he did not. So, no. so he's a good contestant no. for round number two. Not this guy. <laughs> All right. Anything else we didn't cover? No, I'm just trying to not vomit on camera. <laughs> All right, that's it for tuna? this week. As tuna, yeah, tuna. Yeah. <laughs> I even, because I had a packet of tuna, and I, like, drained the juice out into the, the mixture. Oh, no way! And I, I, it wasn't quite enough, so I took some of the tuna and, like, held it in, like, tried to mix it around. In. Oh, my God. Uh, that's it for this week. That was uh, this year's Halloween special. Uh, check out our YouTube channel if you missed out last year's weekend. You ate, ate some gross candy. Uh, or if you just want to listen, it's all in sound. Some of that candy wasn't that bad from around the world. That was no. the candy from around the world. The yeah. gum was good. The gum, yeah, the gum was good. What else did we, we have? Had, what was the other thing? They had a Japanese stuff. We that had the was Japanese, bad. that was bad. And then I had my uh, homemade, I forget what I mean, last Oh, year. you melted all the candy bars together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was. That wasn't that bad either. No. Um, oh, man, not as bad as that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'll see you for Thanksgiving. For our, <laughs> we'll see what we do this year. Yeah. We might have another uh, pumpkin fest. Or maybe we could try to make Thanksgiving dinner into a drink. Ooh, that's a good idea. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for watching. Uh, see you next time. Have a happy Halloween.